Father in heaven, thank you so much for this time. Thank you, Lord, for the wonderful Sabbath hours you've given to us. And even as we have been blessed by your presence, Lord, we're asking once more that you'd grace us once again. And that as we study your word together, you'd speak to our hearts and lead and guide us, O Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name we pray and ask. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Isaiah 58. We were there this morning for divine service, for our sermon right after the events and their order. But let's turn our Bibles to Isaiah 58. I skimmed through the end of the chapter, but I want to focus on it now. Isaiah 58 and verse 13. Isaiah 58 and verse 13 and 14. This is what the Bible says. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord honorable, and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. So look, here at the end of Isaiah 58, the Bible talks about, this chapter talks about the Sabbath. And we saw that this morning when we were looking at how to prepare for the anti-typical day of atonement. How can we make sure that we are ready for that time of judgment when Jesus is determining what? Who deserves the reward? And we saw that it was what? Afflict your souls. We also saw that it was what? Rest. Do no work. And we looked at rest in the context of Hebrews, but we see it here as well, the literal Sabbath. In Isaiah 58, it says, If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and what? Call the Sabbath a delight. Friends, look, here is that commandment that reminds us and tells us to come back to make sure to keep the Sabbath holy. Not sure about you, but look, when it comes to Sabbath afternoons, when I have Sabbath afternoons, it is very, very difficult. I think maybe in the past few years, I can only think of one time I had Sabbath afternoon off, meaning we had no activities whatsoever. I was not busy doing anything, but I can only remember probably just this one time that I had the Sabbath afternoon off, and boy, was I bored. Going home after church, relaxing, it is difficult. And maybe some of you are wondering, what on earth are you talking about? How can you find that difficult? That is such a blessing, in a sense, to many people. But to me, it isn't. My mind tends to wonder. I don't like to sleep during the day. No matter how tired I am, even though when I lie down in the bed, I don't like to rest. Not during the day. And um, why? It's because I can't sleep at, that night, at night. But, you know, on Sabbath afternoon, when I go home and there's nothing to do, it's very difficult. You get on your phones and, you know, your mind tends to wonder and you open up the phone and you get on Facebook mindlessly browsing away and and before you know it it's led you off to some watch some ungodly video or at least something that you know is not associated with Jesus and these holy hours which means you know every sabbath for the past few weeks 
I'm sure it must have been tough for many of you to keep the Sabbath holy. You know, especially when we're stuck at home and you don't keep yourself busy. It's been difficult, right? The Sabbath hours can drag along for those that find nothing much to do to occupy yourself. And there are some people like me who just can't sleep during the day. And so friends, you know, what, what, is, what does this mean to us, especially for the Sabbath? Like, it becomes so difficult to keep. And, you know, for me, I, I've been fine. I've been busy on Sabbath afternoon doing what? Preparing sermon for Sabbath evening. And so on top of that, I study other topics. Um, this afternoon, I had the, had the chance to be able to study for next week's Sabbath sermon already. So preparation is, is key to being able to be ready for that. But I get busy on Sabbath afternoons. And then I had a chance to walk downstairs for 20 minutes before the guard rushed us up again because no one is allowed to go out. So even in our condo, we're pretty strict here. But many of us, sometimes we get so bored with the Sabbath. And when we read, <clears throat> when we read Isaiah 58, 13, we get even more discouraged. Because here it says, if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, we're not allowed to do the pleasure, our own pleasure on God's holy day. But then it says what? Yet you call the Sabbath a delight. Difficult. How can you not do your own pleasure, but still delight? How can we delight in something and at the same time not do our own pleasure? What we love to do. And then make it worse. This text in Isaiah 58, 13, it says what? It tells us a lot of things we shouldn't do. It says, don't find your own ways. It says, don't find your own pleasure. And then don't speak your own words. So we can even break the Sabbath by what we speak. There are three things that Isaiah 58 tells us, do not do. But how can we do this? Not do our own pleasure, but yet still call the Sabbath a delight. The answer is found right there in the middle of the text. If you go back to Isaiah 58 and verse 13, what does it say? If thou turn away thy foot from thy Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord honorable, and shalt honor him. Right there in that word, honoring God, is found the answer in how we can actually call the Sabbath a delight. Look, this word honor, it can mean many things, but it fits right there with that word honor. It means in the dictionary, so really when you look at the concordance, there's not much difference, but when you look at the dictionary, it means high respect, great esteem, or admiration. So I want to put honor in a different light this evening, especially in regards to the Sabbath, because God says, look, if you want to keep my Sabbath holy and call it a delight, you got to honor me. And the way to honor me is not go do your own ways, find your own pleasure, speak your own words. And we look at this and find it very difficult to comprehend that. But the way that we can do that is by honoring God. So what does it mean to honor? Well, let's go to our Bibles to Exodus 20. And if you're familiar with Exodus 20, you know where I'm going, the Ten Commandments. 
Exodus 20 and verse 12. Let's turn our Bibles there, shall we? Exodus 20 and verse 12. Honor thy father and mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. There is one commandment that talks about honor. And in fact, now we understand that there are two commandments that talk about honor. Because even though it's not mentioned in Exodus 20, now we see it in Isaiah 58 and verse 13. We're told to honor the Lord. And this is how, this is the key to delighting in the Sabbath. This is the key to being able to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy. We got to honor the Lord like we honor our parents. Honor God is first. It's the fourth commandment. Honor your parents is second. It's the fifth commandment. So we must never, ever, ever put God, pardon me, parents above God. We must always honor God first. And we will always remember that if we remember the Sabbath. But what does it mean to honor our parents? You see that word honor there is the same Hebrew word in Exodus 20 as it is in Isaiah 58. It's no difference. And it tells us we shouldn't make it any difference. And we would do well with the Sabbath if we would honor God like we honor our parents. There is an application we can already make here. Parents, if you teach your children to honor you, you are teaching them how to honor God when they are older. The honor that we give to our parents, let's learn to give it to God as well. We struggle with honoring God because we don't see Him. But God is saying, look, in the same way you honor your parents, honor me. That's what Isaiah 58 is saying in verse 13, that if you are to keep the Sabbath holy, to call the Sabbath a delight, not doing your own ways, it's the same as honoring our parents. We don't talk to our parents just any old how, do we? We must give them respect, the honor that is due to them. Don't shout at them. Don't answer back at them. There are just a lot of things we should be careful about when it comes to our parents, isn't it? It's the same thing with our Father in heaven. And we, we, we treat our parents this way, not because we're scared they're gonna give us a beating, but because they are our parents, and that's it. Now, as Asians, we should definitely understand this, okay? Asian culture, we put parents in high regard, sometimes too high, at the expense of God himself. But, you know, God is saying that if you would honor me like you honor your parents, when you go to Ephesians chapter 6, let's turn the Bibles there. You, you know, it, it's very interesting. Ephesians chapter 6, and it talks about the fifth commandment. Ephesians chapter 6 and verses 1 to 3. Ephesians 6, 1 to 3. Look at what the Bible says. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long on the earth. If you want to live long on the earth, you better honor your father and mother. If you want to live long in heaven, you better honor our father in heaven. Amen. The parallel is given between honoring our parents and honoring God. It's the same. It's no different. And so when we look at this word honor, we got to remember how we treat our parents many times is how we will treat God. 
So, if you dishonor your parents, you're in big trouble. Not just from an earthly standpoint, but a heavenly one as well. Not only have you broken the fifth commandments, you will most likely break the fourth as well. Because you don't understand how to honor someone in front of you, physically, in the flesh. How can you honor God whom you don't see? So friends, if you've not called your parents lately, you make sure you go and call them after this. Honor them. Tell them that you're doing okay. See how they're doing. Honor them. Make sure that you are a good daughter or son to them. But you know, Western culture is not so much. It's different. You know, in Australia, they, they, they call their parents by their first names. Do you know that? If I called my dad Tat, he would just ignore me. If I called my mom Mary, she'd ask me, what's wrong with me? You don't do that. And so it is with God. Friends, the honor and the respect and the love that we give to our parents is the same that we should give to God. Let's dig a little deeper. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7. Help you to understand how can we do the things that we don't always love, our pleasure, but yet still call the Sabbath a delight. We've been looking at this word honor. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and being not heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Friends, here it says that the husband, husband must learn to honor the wife. We must learn to obey. Yes. Look, my wife gives me a lot of leeway in decision-making and in many things. But there are just some times and in some areas that she puts her foot down and no matter what it is, I better fall in line. Let me give you an example, okay? Let me give you an example. You know, when we eat at the dinner table, and this is even before we've been eating together every day, one of the requests my wife has tried to make and we've not been perfect in it, but one of the requests that she has tried to make is no phones at the dinner table, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And you know, here, we, we, we break it here and there, and we do take photos, she does answer calls, but generally, when we eat, we put our phones aside. And if it's there, we don't look at it. That is the request that my wife has made. And look, it's family time. It's time to talk to the kids, it's time to talk to her, or usually, from a husband's standpoint, it's time to sit there and let her talk to you and listen. Husbands, be good listeners, okay? But look, do I have to do it? Am I going to be in big trouble if I don't do it? Is it going to be sin? No. But because of the honor and the love that I have and respect for my wife, I'll fall in line. Do you see that? And why? It's because I love her. And we got to understand this from this point of view when it comes to God. When God says, don't do your pleasure on my holy day. Don't go your own ways. Don't find your own pleasures. Don't speak your own words. Out of respect that you have for me and the love that you have for me, do to me as you would to your wife or to those that you would love. Do you see that? There is a sense of freedom 
Yes. But out of respect. Respect. Do it. And so friends, look, we cannot understand Isaiah 58 without understanding what true love is. And that's the thing, you know, the more we struggle with the Sabbath, so many people are, the more really we are struggling with love. If you're the sort of person who can't wait to, to get over the Sabbath, it's like you can't wait to leave your loved one behind. It makes no sense, apart from the fact that maybe they are not your loved one. But look, that's what God wants. That's what Jesus is instructing us through the prophet Isaiah. Put these things aside out of respect for me. But let's continue. Let's go back to Isaiah 58 and now verse 14. Here is the blessing. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth. Friends, what are the high places of the earth that Isaiah is talking about here? Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. Let's go there. What are these high places that we will be caused to ride upon? Look, when you ride upon the high places, what is that referring to? You're in control. Melbourne, I have to give you a shout out. Good, so good to see you here. This is the message that I heard from you almost 20 years ago. I hope you know that. But this has always been stuck in my mind. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12. What is the Bible referring to? Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, the Bible says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Friends, when we ride upon the high places of the earth, we are in control of the evil spirits themselves. They cannot touch us. The Sabbath is that holy, friends. It is that blessed of God. And so, friends, look, how important is the Sabbath? It is the truth most controverted as we have studied in the earlier sessions today. It is the one that people find so easy just to break without any second thought. And God is telling us again today, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Friends, have you delighted in the Sabbath? Has He given you power to ride upon the high places of the earth? And then not only that, Isaiah 58 and verse 14. We didn't finish it. Let's go back there. Isaiah 58 and verse 14. The Bible says, Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord, and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Friends, not only do we get to ride upon the high places of the earth, but it says here that we would be fed with the heritage of of Jacob. What is the heritage of Jacob? What is that? Let's go over to Genesis 35 and verse 12. Genesis 35 and verse 12. The Bible says, And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac to thee, speaking to Jacob, I will give it, and to thy seed after thee will I give the land. What is that land, friends? It was the land of Canaan. The land of Canaan. That was the heritage of Jacob. And God is saying, I will feed you for, for food, with food from there. 
Yes, that food, that, that, that land that flows with milk and honey, that food that they had to bring between two people because there was so much, the abundance that you would not dry up. God would bless you if you remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Sounds like honor your father and mother, that the days on this earth that you live on would be long. God, with his Sabbath, will do the same. And so friends, what does God want to do today? He wants to give you living water. He wants to give you of the manna from heaven. He wants to bless you with the food that is in heaven. And you know what? There's one food that I think of when it comes to heaven. It's found in Revelation 22 and verse 2. It's called the tree of life. Friends, he wants to give you eternal life. And if we would learn to remember the Sabbath day, to keep it holy, Oh, friends, He will bless us so abundantly. What a promise! You would ride upon the high places of the earth and you'd also be fed with the heritage of Jacob. Oh, friends, what a wonderful promise that comes with the Sabbath. Even though the Bible says that the the fifth commandment is the first commandment with promise, we see that there are deep promises found in the Sabbath commandment as well. And God, He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. In this new week, He wants to give you the heritage of Jacob. He wants to feed you with the food from that heavenly Canaan. He wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing. That was the inheritance, not just physical blessing, but also spiritual blessing that God wanted to bless the children of Israel with. And so friends, today, as the Sabbath is coming to a close, have you delighted in the Sabbath? Have you kept the Sabbath holy? Have you remembered that this was holy time? Do you understand that from this, God wants you to go forth into this new week to be a blessing to the whole world? Friends, I want to leave you with One quote from the Pen of Inspiration, Councils for the Church, CCH 263, paragraph 2. We should jealously guard the edges of the Sabbath. Remember that every moment is consecrated, holy time. Friends, God wants you to guard jealously the edge of the Sabbath. As you see behind me, the sun has set. I did not intend for it to be this way. As you see, the lighting is not very nice here. Ah, I'm not too worried about that. But I pray that you remember this message that we have, the message of the Sabbath. God wants to bless you. He wants you to jealously guard the edges of the Sabbath, that as we go into this new week, that you remember not just the Sabbath that has passed, but the Sabbath that is coming, and that we can be a blessing that we can bless others because the God of blessings has been with us for a whole day. And so friends, I pray that in this new week, the heritage of Jacob would be with you so that we can be that blessing, so that we can water this earth with our presence. And that is what God wants to do again today. He renews His covenant with us every day. Sabbath, just to give us strength 
to get into this new week. And as the week comes to an end, I want, to, I want you to remember these words before we come to our K-group study on the Friday night. Let's jealously guard the edges of the Sabbath. Let's make sure that the house is swept, that the house is mopped, that the clothes are ironed, that everything is done before the sun goes down next Friday. Let's jealously guard the edges of the Sabbath. Why? Because we are jealous for God because we hold Him in high honor, because we respect Him and love Him just as we understand that respect that we give to our parents and to our spouse. And so friends, I hope that you have delighted in the Sabbath today and that as you are going to pursue other things this evening, that you remember the God of the Sabbath. He still wants to bless you this evening as well. Let us bow our heads. Father in heaven, Lord, I want to thank you. Thank you for the wonderful promises that you give us on the Sabbath day. Help us, O Lord, help us just to remember your Sabbath. Not because we're afraid of hellfire, but because we want an eternal inheritance in heaven, but because we love you, Lord. And so, Father, I will pray that you please bless all those under the sound of my voice this evening. That you would bless them with spiritual blessings as well. That as we go into this new week, we would go in with holy desires. A new resolve to walk closer to you. To pray deeper prayers. To pray prayers of intercession for our brothers and sisters. And more than anything else, remember that the Sabbath is coming again. And so, Lord, help us to rest from our works of unrighteousness this new week, that we would be a light and a salt to this earth. So guide us to that end, O Lord. We surrender our lives again into you. Bless us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen.